This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at talkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. That's questions at talkmusiccity.com. Everybody rush to their phone and... Dial in questions at talkmusiccity.com and let us know those questions, okay? Yes, absolutely. Mike. good to see you. So good to see you. And look who's back in the house. 3,473 oh miles goodness. later, hey. Mr. Wait, Jason Hoover, <laughs> world traveler. That's it. World traveler. We lived vicariously through yes. all of your pictures. Thank that was you. so oh, fun. Thank you for taking Amazing us along. Time. Mindy's yeah. excellent adventure. Hey, I have to give it to her, man. I'm a fan now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was I impressed. I wasn't sure you know, what to I, think it, about it at first, but man, it was. It, it was seemed like time. you were drug off, kind of kicking, and you know, it, this yeah, this is her yeah, deal. You I know? wasn't going to go there, but thank you. Uh, yeah. I appreciate you bringing <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Well, that was so awesome to hey, see that you took the whole family. And look who else we have. We've in got the an house amazing today. guest. We're going to be we introducing do. in a minute. We're not. We're going to hold up here because I just want to say first of all, this is one of the most impressive, one of the most um, awesome, real, true individuals that I've had the privilege of meeting and. He's only 24 years old. <laughs> That's really incredible. And Michael, we're going to induce you after we talk to our, about our awesome sponsor, okay? We're going to yes. keep everybody sitting on their seats I know. just waiting to Ooh, hear. I can't wait. I can't, can't wait. wait. Hey, can't so wait. Music City Removal, they're the number one junk removal service in Nashville from residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. Clutter ain't cute. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. The sound us. man back there. Thank you, Jim McCarthy. And so, uh, like we were saying earlier, um, we've got a guest here today with us that I've just, I've only known him a short time, but I've really learned to love and respect this guy. And Michael uh, Brobeck, thank you for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for being part of this family of professionals that, uh, you know, care for one another, have each other's backs and so forth. And, uh, and it's really exciting. I'm really excited to hear your story. We all have a story. We all mm -hmm. pay a price. You know, when I thank somebody, usually they're older than 24, <laughs> you know, just to be real. But when I see somebody, you know, for instance, I recently hired a coach, a business coach from the Tom Ferry organization because I want to take it to the next level. I don't care that I've been in the business for 37 years and I'm almost 70 years old. I want to take it to the next level because if we're not growing, we're not going in the right direction in life. Okay. And I, and after getting to know him, I said, I said, Rick. Thank you for paying the price to be you because we all come with a price and not everybody's willing to pay that price to become their really their best version of themselves. And, and it didn't take me long to see that this uh, man was, had paid a price to have the wisdom that he has. And so to, when, we, when we shift now that topic to Michael here and consider that he's paid a price for the experience in such a short time, only 24 years on the planet, yet he's got a you know, uh, he's got an old soul and he's got a, a, a story that's going to touch everybody's heart. 
Well, yeah, welcome, so, Michael. So my goal of the story is that so many times in life, you know, circumstances get piled on us, and uh, we let that direct our journey. When you know, even if cards are dealt to us that we can't control, you know, we can create additional circumstances and you know direct ourselves towards you know what our goals really are. So I'm going to touch on my story, um, piece by piece, of you know how I got here today and how I have the mindset I have. So, so, so Michael. Why you take a deep breath, okay? I love it. We're, we're all friends here, and, and, I'm, and you know, I wouldn't normally do this, okay? But I, I wanted this to be this real, right. okay? Right, okay. Because unless somebody has sat in your shoes, they don't know. This is a little intimidating. It is. I mean, mm-hmm. first, I mean, remember when we went to the radio station the first time? Oh, my goodness. I mean, yes. she couldn't believe that I had talked her into doing something like this. <laughs> but I'm telling you, anytime we press forward and getting out of our comfort zone, we're growing. And if we're growing, we're hopefully becoming of greater value. And if we're becoming greater value, then we're going we're gonna to have more to bless our, our world with and those that uh, we're blessed to come in contact you know, with. You know, Michael, so. this is the first step of so many more great things that are coming your, your way. And um, I don't know your story, and I'm really excited. But I do know you, and I know your smile and your beautiful wife um, and all that you're doing here to give back to, you know, the, the community through real estate. So share with us you know, what is bringing you to the Michael today? Let's talk, let's talk about, again, from your heart. Tell us about who's My- Michael Brobeck as your background and, and how'd you get to here today? Yeah, so I'm gonna, you know, jump through the childhood part just really quick, but, sure. um, you know, I was, when I was born, my mom was about 17 years old. So, uh, you know, she was a child and she struggled with uh, addiction and things like that. So from, you know, being born to 10 years old, I live with my mom. And, uh, you know, needless to say, you know, we weren't, I wasn't a priority at the time. And, uh, and we were poor, you know, and I, I got to see that side of life really well. Now, five years old, we moved to Kentucky. And, uh, you know, with, with a parent struggling with an addiction, anytime you have anything, you're not sure how long you're going to have it. Um, just for instance, you know, you come home and you know, your stuff that the only thing you got to play with, it's, it's at the pawn shop today. Um. So you, you walk outside or, you know, being, being poor, there's, there's poor and there's poverty. And, and I remember days, you know, just being young, you know, going to my mom saying, Hey, I'm sick today. Uh, can I stay home from school? And it's like, Oh, well, we don't, we don't really have any food. So, you know, you go to school sick, that's, that's poverty. And that, that teaches you a lesson when you're a kid of, I don't ever want to live like this. Mm. So, uh, thankfully, so you went to school to get make sure you had something to eat, right? Yeah, and that's a tough story. You know, I don't tell this story all the time, or you know, really relive it. But that's kind of what began to shape. Um, it really prepared me for the circumstances, like I said, that were, were coming towards me in the future. So, at the age of ten, I moved in with my grandparents, who were um, they were registered nurses at Vanderbilt. Um, you know, we had stability, we had all the things we needed. I started to play sports. So, so it got better, you know, it got better, and, um, you know, just having a rough childhood, a lot of people can relate to that, but um, let's just jump to high school, I was a wrestler, okay, let me take a breath. <laughs> You're you know, doing it's all, great. It's all good, brother, it's all good. So that, this is when my, my journey really starts, because before, things were not in my control, okay, so I was a wrestler in high school, and Did anybody, you run with a trash bag on you? Yeah. That's all I remember back when the, my, my friends were wrestlers. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. So just to jump so in. So how'd you like, get into wrestling? Well, you know, I w- I have a, I'm short and I got, like, I'm kind of stocky. So I walked down the halls freshman year and the wrestling coach picked me up and said, hey, you know, why aren't you at practice? <laughs> you know, and I'm just <laughs> They like, picked you. They're like, I'm on him. There you go. <laughs> so We um, can make him a star. I love it. So, yeah, I remember, I, you know, I wrestled my freshman year and my sophomore year. I went into the coach's office and I said, um, 
you know, I think I could win state at 126. And I was weighing 155. He, he tells me, well, you'd have to cut your arm off. And I'm like, <laughs> no, seriously. So I only had 30 days to cut to 126 oh, from wow. 155. Wow. And that was my first um, discipline. Like, mm. You know, I was motivated to do, to do well, and I, I lost 30 pounds in 30 days. So you did the double bag, the double trash bag. <laughs> we go to practice. We went to practice. Um, I went, I left practice, went to the gym. Yeah. Jumping jacks in the sauna. You know, it's the dedication. I've been trying to lose 15 pounds in the past two years. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> you could just put that, that regiment down on paper. You could help a lot of too funny. Yeah. So that just, so you dropped the weight that built that mental toughness in me. Um, Huge. So, um, you know, you fast forward to my senior year and this is when the okay, well, let's back up a little bit now. Okay. okay. Let's back up. So what happened in that experience? Did you did you hit that goal of 126? Yeah, no, I, I started wrestling 126 from sophomore year all the way to senior year. So mm. I maintained the weight. Um, you know, I started getting getting really good because um, I started late. I started when I was a freshman. Right. So, you know, there's kids who've been doing it for 10 years. And uh, slowly I started surpassing everybody and was in the top in the state, top five in the state. And, um, you know, it just took a lot of dedication, and I had to find a motivator. And it was simple in high school. I just want my hand raised. I just want to win. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, you know, it was a long journey to get there, but I learned a lot through that. I learned a lot through, you know, there's days, you know, Thanksgiving comes, and it's like, well, I can't, I can't eat Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> you know, and you're like, your family's like, well, you got to eat. You got to eat. You know, I... I my grandmother because you were taught you taught yourself not to eat so you could keep the weight off and right be, now my yeah. grandmother's italian so if you know an oh. italian grandma you walk into the house you need to eat yeah, yeah. so how you that's your love language yeah <laughs> <laughs> you could eat and they're saying you're hungry take some food home right yeah, right that's how that's how and that's it's how good my, food too so yeah. on top yeah. of it yeah. yeah and um so i i started reaching all those goals in wrestling and uh, my senior year uh region tournament you know i won the region um, I had a best friend in, uh, in high school that was on the wrestling team. And how and old were you at this time? Michael? This time I'm 18 years old, a senior in high school. Um, this is February. My best friend is 16. So I win the region tournament, and um, he came to stay at my house. And that night um, we had a single car accident on the interstate. And, um, and he later, he, he died that night mm-hmm. in my car. You know, he was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. So that's when it all just starts coming down. Um, that must have been, t- must have been tough to, to, to see that happen. Yeah, and, you know, being, a, I mean, I'm, I was 18 years old, but I was in high school. You know, I was a sure, kid. Sure, sure. And um, your best friend has died in an accident, and you were the driver of that car? Yeah, I, I was driving the car, and we, and we struck a rock wall. And, um, you know, I, di- I didn't know that, like, he, he had passed. I, I remember the next morning my wrestling coach came to my house, because I, I only suffered minor in, in injuries. And um, he came to my house, and I was like, when am I going to see Daniel? And he was like, uh, he didn't make it. And it was like, I'm thinking, why would you lie about that? He's like, I wouldn't. So right then I knew, like, okay, that was a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. And it was a long process to swallow that. But what made it worse is that, um, you know, the family blamed me. Mm. So, you know, eight months later, um, I'm getting an indictment. For it and so that but I knew that that was coming shortly after mm-hmm. so instead of being able to you know grieve I'm in defense mode and um, it's so hard at 18 to even think what any of that means right and let me address Emily is with me this whole time we've been together since we were 13 and 14 years old your beautiful your wife, wife yeah. today she's been through this whole journey with she's me. An awesome wow lady. awesome lady so um 
you know, I'm 18, and um, I, it's October 2015, and uh, I get this indictment, and uh, we were prepared for it, so I came back home, and that started the court process. And, uh, you know, I'm scared, and I'm not sure, like, what, what's going to happen? Why is this all happening? Mm-hmm. Why is all this happening? And uh, Are you still living with your grandparents at this time? Yeah, I'm still with my grandparents, and uh, shortly after that, in the spring, I started attending MTSU. You know, we wanted to continue on with life as much as we could. So right. even under these circumstances, I'm going to college mm-hmm. for, you know, a degree. I'm trying to still better myself. And uh, then we get the news that um, my daughter's on the way. Oh. You know, so this is like a bittersweet moment because, you know, like on one side, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to go away. And on the other side, I, I'm starting a family of my own. Mm-hmm. Wow. So um, and it also and changed. You're, and you're what, 19, 20 at this point? 19, I'm 19 years old 19. when I find out about this. Okay. So um, from that point, I start to try to make a deal like I, I want to damage control this as much as possible. So I ended up taking a four year sentence. And um, I thought I was going to be gone for like six months or one year. And I spent 24 months there. Oh. And um, that was um, unexpected. You know, I was, a, I was a kid in a whole nother world. Now, I did have this toughness from wrestling and, you know, growing up a little bit hard for a while. And, but it was a culture shock. I mean, I was living with my grandparents one day and I'm in a, a jail cell the next. And I'm thinking, what did, what did I even do? Mm-hmm. So, um, so just let's pause for a second there. You know, I know there was some hesitation in your heart about sharing this part, Michael, because you didn't want anything but anybody to take, you know, to think less of you than, you know, what you prefer. And, you know, it's not something anybody's proud of, obviously, going to jail and so forth. But I just want to make a public confession here. I've been in jail before, okay? I haven't told people that. But I didn't pay my child support like I was supposed to when I was first divorced. And they came knocking on my door. And I thought, well, I'll be out of this in a short amount of time. And I was only in it for 24 hours, but I'm telling you, it was an embarrassing thing. It was a painful thing. It was an eye-opening situation when I knew I was not a bad dad and I was not a deadbeat dad and all those kind of things. So life can happen. So anyway, my point is that is I just want you to know you're not the only one in the group here. I know you're an amazing guy, but I've been in jail too, but only for 24 hours. I can't imagine for being 24 months, brother. But to think that you were that young and you had a little one on your way and you made a really hard decision for your little one and your family. Yeah, that was the first big sacrifice I made. And amazing. I remember going to Emily and saying, hey, like, I think I'm going to do this. And is this okay with you? Like, it's mm-hmm. not a, from a, even before this, like, it was never always about me. I don't try to make things about me. So in that moment, it's like, I'll do whatever is best for you guys. So this might bring me home faster. So it was a big sacrifice and decision I had to make. So, you know, I did it. And in that time, you know, I did learn a lot. I mean, I probably read 100 books, but on, only one thing that, that the first book that changed my life, and this is probably what I can dedicate a lot of, you know, my education to. Um, and that was, it was called Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. And the whole, I wrote a bunch of pages of notes, but the whole, the biggest point I got from it is it said, you know, if money is not the most important thing to you, then why are you working 40 to 60 hours a week for it away from your family? And that kind of clicked with me, something about that, like, you know, I watched my parents, when I say my grandparents, you know, work opposite shifts in the hospital and, and passerbys, you know, in the house. And that, mm-hmm. that quote really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I get home <laughs> 24 months later. I, I come home and my family and my daughter's waiting on me and Emily's waiting on me. And it's like, 
the worst is behind me. Sure. Everything is going to be solid from here. Sunshine. You, know. mm-hmm. you yeah. paid the price to life mm-hmm. for life to be nice to you. Right. I think this could easily be one of the most, the, the best moments of my life was walking out of there. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, when you're there that long, you start to say, I'm never, it's never going to happen. You know, um, and you got to, sh- you got to shed some skin when you walk out of a place like that. Cause you got to adapt and you got to, you got to go with the flow to get <clears> through it. So you, you shed this mentality and, um, and I did, and I started working in the automotive industry. And right away, I'm working 40 to 60 hours a week. And mm-hmm. I, do this for, I do this for two years, you know. But, but as I'm doing this, I'm thinking, I, I, I just learned not to do this. So, you know, the, the love for real estate came, you know, way in our teenage years, by the way. Like, we've been wanting to do this for a long time. And, you know, my so everybody mom, knows you're a, hu- a husband and wife team now mm-hmm. in real estate. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so we, uh, we're working, my, my wife's working at UPS, I'm working uh, in the automotive industry. Um, you know, we, we have our own place, things are going good, but we're walking by each other. We're walking by each other, we're, we're taking care of, you know, the things that need to be taken care of. There's, there's plenty of money coming in, but sure. we're not seeing each other. And then about, I say about July, late August maybe, we found out we were pregnant again. Uh-huh. And uh, it, was, it was a boy, so. That was exciting. You know, our daughter was super excited. She was going to have a little brother, and, uh, and he was born in May of 2020. So that was great. Now, we were preparing for him to come. We uh, made a split decision, which there wasn't a bunch of money in the bank, but in April, I remember I looked at my phone, and I got the stimulus check. Okay. And we had contemplated, are we going to buy, are we going to rent, are we going to buy, are we going to rent? And we, we went and bought a house. We put a new build contract in in April. Now, I got out in October of 2018. Okay. So you got to have two years <coughs> job history. So fast forward just a little bit on November 4th was two weeks after my two years and we're closing on a house. Wow. wow. So, wow. We had some short wins. You're doing great. You're doing great. And I don't know about you guys, but that story right there um, is touching my heart because this is the first time I'm hearing it. And to know your beautiful wife, to know how strong she had to be to be home, to raise your little one, um, and to have you back, you know, and uh, to find out you're to pregnant again. And then, um, you, so you were pregnant and then bought a house or bought a house, then pregnant. We, we found out we were pregnant first. Pre- and, yeah. You know, we try to prepare. We yeah. bought a house. Um, so all the steps were coming into play. Yeah. yeah. So things are going good. You know, we're, we're not very happy that we're working so much, but we're getting wins out of it and we're, we're kind of getting stuck in the, in the hustle of the nine to five. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've already got, I already had the education from that book and some other books that I read, you know, from getting out to this sure. point that it's like, I got to get out of this and I, you can get out of it too. You know, so we learned about wholesale and real estate. We learned, we, we're looking at every little money market that we can go down when we know we want to, we want to sell real estate. So wholesaling was like, it kind of turned us off right away. And, uh, so we're everything is going great, and we close on our house November fourth, and um, and and this is where we, this was the most unexpected. This is where you know you think we're doing good, the future is bright, mm-hmm. you know you put the worst behind you. And seven days after, after closing on the house, um, Emily was at work, and uh, me and my daughter woke up, and my son wasn't breathing. Mm-hmm. How old was he then? It's five months. Mm-hmm. It's five months healthy and nothing, no signs, no, 
never had any medical issue and and he um he passed that morning mm. and that was like a complete like roadblock mm-hmm. you know and, and when you look at something like that you know and you got a decision to make i thank god for my daughter because we had a motivation but but you 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 go through you know the young days where it's hard then you go through an incident out of your control when you're in high school that you know you lost somebody you did some time you almost lost your family through it and you know i never blame the 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 family of my friend because they lost a child and i i couldn't fathom that and then it's like i just lost my son too mm-hmm. so um that's where a lot of people and and not even something that deep just other circumstances they start piling up and they, they want to give up or they say i'm not good enough or i can't do this anymore and you know it was tough it was really tough you know and emily didn't go back to work and i i took some time off too but i remember we're sitting there and it's like get get your real estate license you know <laughs> and we, so she did and i did and then it's like and it was a hard time. It was very dark. You know, when you, when you lose a child, there's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so during that process that you were trying to, you know, in, uh, in the very beginning of it, some, a, a new lady came in your, into your life. So let's just, let, that's, a good, that's a good transition. So, you know, the day after, you know, or maybe it was two days after or so, you know, we, remember we just moved into a brand new house. We don't know any of our neighbors. And... Um, Two days later in my kitchen, this lady I've not seen before is in my kitchen crying. Um, I'm sure she gave us food, and I don't remember, but she's being very generous and wanting to help in any way. And that, that woman's Alyssa Thompson. And, uh, I mean, she was like a light. I've never met anybody like her. You know, being 24 years old, it's hard to come across people like her at this age. Um, and if you're not in an industry with, you know, you know, people like like this family of of realty one it was unusual for us we weren't used to it so Mm -hmm. um you know we we started being friends with Alyssa, and we're like are you a real estate agent you know because we see her signs and she's like yeah we're like we love real estate yeah you know (laughs) you're dreamy eyed on that so she's like um you know start it just it starts unfolding like it's 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 hard to call it a silver lining but it was definitely i mean it was out of my control but this life was planned this wasn't my plan this was this was god's plan for us you know so we just dove full force into whatever the future had and held each other through you know the loss of our son just like we did when we lost our friend and and somehow i'm sitting here with you guys (laughs) well i mean to think of how much you've gone through in such a short you know Mm. people have that life for you know 40 plus years and to know it really was what less than 10 i mean really you know i mean 18 to 24 you know that's six years you went through all that yeah well even to think about you know losing the weight and you know all of that that you've gone through even being a young child you know um coming from that side you know of of the places so you've seen it all right i feel where's your book so let's 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 continue the story here you've you've left out of i think in a really interesting point one that you know, to be quite honest with you, one that when you first brought it up, I was a little concerned. I was a little concerned because this young man came to me and said, I'm going to quit my job to do this full time. Oh. 
And, and we have, because of the market, we have a little equity in our home already. And if I sell the home, I know I can live this long. And if I can focus on this, I know that we'll be able to create our dream as well. And what's he doing? Let's talk about that. Yeah, you so quit your job. Yeah, so, you know, constant education. Now, for, for the record, I'm sorry, Michael. For the record, I'm not endorsing quitting your job, all right? <laughs> I'm not saying, you know, you know, to jump in and do this. I'm saying, yeah. here's a man who's got an, a really awesome story, but <clears throat> go ahead, Michael. Yeah, so that, that story was hard to tell, but this story is a lot easier because it's, it's a good story. So, you know, you, you, we, we've constantly been through different things since – you know, especially the passing of my son, you know, you, there's only so much money. you got to have exit strategies to your exit strategies. So I'm constantly, what's plan A, B, C, D? And that, that plan of this, the selling the house was coming up before we even started real estate because we've seen the market. We, we, we turned the key with a lot of equity. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when, once I went full-time too, or before I went full-time, where me and Emily are talking, like, we can live for like eight months if we sell our house we had another deal pending before i quit our house and it just was the best way for us to dive in i mean it was an it was a necessity because i'm going to work 60 hours a week i'm not able to focus on my real estate like some people can do that but me like i was a welder in the automotive industry i was tired i didn't want to hear about oh you need to sit down and make these calls now you know (laughs) you know what i mean and what, what really pushed it is when I was my last week or two working, I'm at work and I'm dealing with like three transactions and they're like, you got to focus on this. And I'm like, no, I got to focus on this. You guys like, I'm sorry. I got to go. This is my future. Yeah. And it's, well, you know, you jumped in. I think that's something to be said too. I mean, I think he believed in himself. You've gone through so much, you know, that you, you will come out on the other side. Um, and I think that that's something amazing. And I, I don't think, A, nobody can say anything about anything. I mean, you know your confidence. You hold your shoulders back in a way that you're like, you know, I'm going to give it my all, this real estate thing. And you've been doing it now for how long? Oh, like six months. Hey. If that, not it's even. It's not even been six months. Yeah, yeah but yeah. look at your smile. Look at but the you're way succeeding too, you aren't are. You? That's so awesome. He's putting deals together. I, I mean. love it. And, and I've been able to help people. And, and then like me being able to help other people after everything I've been through and them not have to maybe upfront know my whole past. I can show up and be who they need at that moment. And, you know, I, I learned from the people that came on here, like Gopal. He said, you know, don't chase the commission, chase the mission. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we just went to Ricky Carruth and, and thank you for helping with that because that was incredible. This guy taught us that, hey, you're doing it wrong on the phone. Mm-hmm. Build these relationships and be friendly, and it'll all come together. And, yeah. and that's what we've been doing. You don't rush it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. you just you, you try to help people. And if that's already, like, we're already genuinely wanting to help people. Yeah, we make a living doing this, but we want to help people. And our approach was somewhat off, you know, until we went to that. So thank you for that. Oh, you're so welcome. And, you know, there's a sparkle in his eye and also his beautiful wife's mm-hmm. eye, which is exciting to know that your future is truly bright when it comes to, to real estate. And, you know, you are helping so many people out there that maybe they have a story that they've been scared to share. You know, they ha- and we all have one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I shared that the other day um, that, 
you know, we all may look a little different, you know, um, and but we all have a story that got us to where we are today. Um, and yours is is going to take you very, very far and help others. That's a big thing, too. You have you have such a story that can really make a difference for so many more. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Michael, thank you. for sh- If me and Emily can get up and, and focus on this business and, and be genuine after what we've been through lately. I mean, anybody can do it, you know, and I've never shared my story with anybody besides immediate family. So I'm, I, I'm so thankful to be part of, you know, Realty One and the individuals that I've seen and met and that have helped me. And I know our resources, like I want to give back to them and anybody else too, you know? Well, so proud of you uh, for coming on today. Um, and, I know this is only the first time you're going to share your story because you have one story and your beautiful wife being there by your side is another whole story and she can shed light on that whole path too. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Michael, thank you for, so much for sharing your heart. Absolutely. Thank you for being, for, for, again, for paying the price to be you. Okay. You've got an incredible future ahead of you and, uh, and uh, a painful past behind you, but a, an incredible future ahead of you. Congra- uh, congratulations for the future. Thank you for uh, honoring us today with opening your heart up and, and sharing something that was painful, I'm, I'm sure. But uh, this is only the first time of many, I'm sure. And, and every time somebody hears this, they're gonna, their hearts are going to be changed and helped. Absolutely. And we're marking today as your first of many more videos to come. I love (laughs) that. Holding you accountable, my friend. Thanks for being here. I will start making videos. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) And thank you, everybody else, for joining us today. And we cannot wait to have you come back to another. We've been listening to the talk of Music City Real Estate.